Hello and welcome to episode 230, I believe, of yep. uh, Lapsed Gamer Radio. Um, sorry, it's very, very hot, so uh, my brain's not working too well today. Uh, I'm your host, Mark Gamer. Joining me, Mr. Nick Case. Hello. Uh, how hot is it where you are? It's not too bad right now. Uh, let me look at my temperature sensors as if I'm an Android robot from the future. Um, and in my office right now, it's 26 degrees. Jeez. Um... How hot it is! I think it's about twenty-four, twenty-five degrees here uh, in in my office. But I've had a fan running all afternoon and the window open, um, so that my poor little gecko doesn't cook herself in her tank. Yeah, we've not busted um, the fans out yet. Oh, we busted the fucking we busted the air conditioning unit out. Yeah, you said about that. I didn't. Yeah, I don't want to peak too I felt early. like a class traitor. I feel like if I bust the fans out at 25 degrees or whatever it's been, 28 degrees in fairness yesterday. You don't the, want to declare, like, de- um, defeat. Yeah, I, don't, I, I want to wait for till at, least, at least 30 before I get the fans out. Mm. But Fair enough. Fair it enough. is what it is. Yeah. Um, no, I wasn't going to wait. Uh, I wanted to enjoy Le Mans in some semblance of comfort, so we, we turned on the air conditioning unit downstairs. In fairness, for, for Le Mans, yeah. I literally, um, our living room doesn't get a lot of sun. So I literally just closed all the shutters and it was a cool, oh. like, 20 degrees in there all day on Saturday. And then Sunday I gave in and, and I even watched the ending from the garden and it was it was all right. Mm. Uh, I envy you. Our living room and the, the office uh, are both south-facing. Cool. So uh, they get sun all day. It can be, it can be, it's nice uh, when it's not too hot. Um, it's really nice, like in you know spring and autumn. Um, in the summer, it can be a bit brutal. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, we're here to run down everything that we saw in not E3 2023. Um, all the disappointments, all the excitements, uh, all the things we're looking forward to, all the things we thought looked a bit shit. Um, what sh- are you wearing a McLaren shirt? Yeah. Okay, good man. When he's noticed. Um. So yeah, E three E three is dead. It died a while ago. It's probably not coming back. But but it's still the summer games fest, uh, umbrella. Um, still kind of lives on. And I've got to say, like, it's this year felt a little bit more. Like something approaching an E3, like there were people there going to actually get like a decent number of people going to get hands on on games. Giant Bomb had a had evening segments where people went and sat on their couch and talked to a different Jeff this time. Ooh, uh... Um, so it's nice to actually hear like you know a good a good amount of coverage of people have got hands on on some of these games that we're going to be talking about, so they can say whether or not they feel good and it's been a couple actually um that apparently are uh from from the hands-on impressions are incredible uh but we'll get to those uh one of them actually we'll get to straight away um so if we jump in uh to jeff Keeley's summer game fests um which overall was a pretty disappointing affair but had a couple of little interesting things uh the first thing they showed off was a new Prince of Persia game, Prince of Persia The Lost Crown, which is coming out in January. Um, 
and like a returning to its sort of 2D action platformer roots, but way more actiony than the original rotoscoped Prince of Persia was back in the day. Yeah. Um. So uh, Tamar Hussein and a few other people I've heard on uh, like some coverage have got hands on with it and said that it's incredible. Ah. Oh. Like it looked good, but uh, yeah, apparently it, it like it plays really, really well. It's really fun to play, uh, and the time mechanics and whatnot are really, really fun to mess with. So, yeah, it's one of those um, franchises that's been going for so long, uh, and they kind of revitalized it in the early two thousands. I remember Sands of Time being yep. pretty good, um, and then there was that cell shaded one that was just called The Prince of Persia that I really liked, and no one else I know did. Yeah, like it, it got really dunked on that. I, I on like Xbox three sixty time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Two thousand eight, I want to say. I really liked yeah, it as well. Like that. Yeah, I good. got it for Christmas, and I was like, "Ah, oh, this is good." And then I went to mm-hmm. read like reviews and stuff of it. And everyone gave it four out of ten and stuff, and it's like, hey, really it's a good game, actually. Huh. Yeah, you got. If you look back at reviews, it they really dunked on. I didn't really pay attention to reviews back then. I was an idiot. I just if something looked cool, I went and bought it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to give that a read. I mean, maybe if I went back and played it now. With a, I, I might think it might be, it might be bad. I don't know, uh, but um, maybe I, I'm holding my hands up here. I, it seemingly reviews were very good, so maybe okay. it was just the critical reception wasn't as good. Mm, fair. Um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that one. I'm looking forward to this. Um, yeah, they did also. Uh, I don't know if they announced it here, um, but there is also going to be a remake of Sands of Time. Oh, I didn't know yeah. about that. Yeah, I don't know if they're doing the whole trilogy or not. Um, I, think I like that. Just the first I like those one, games, honest, but yeah. Um, it would make it's Ubisoft. So I'll probably <laughs> remake them all individually and make you buy them three times. I remember getting Prince of Persia: Sons of Time. Like you know, you know when you used to buy PCs and you used to get free games with them, like yeah. game CDs in in those like white plastic sleeves. Um, yeah. yeah. Sands of Time was was one of the ones that I got free at some point, and yeah, very good game. It was a good game. I like that trilogy, even the one where he goes all like new metal and like <laughs> super moody. Um, yeah, I like that trilogy. Uh, so I don't hope the remake is decent. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Prince of Persia: Lost Crown looks really good. Yes, and apparently plays really well. So all aboard for that uh something i'm probably not going to be all aboard for but like i appreciate that it exists is mortal kombat one um i'm not a big mortal kombat guy i liked injustice i like those games uh but but so i I dabble in uh too many fighting games and i never really got on with mortal kombat i don't like block being a button you press back to block. You don't press a button to block. It feels weird doing that. I know it's just, it's just a stupid reason to dismiss an entire series, but there you go. Um, it looks very, very flashy. They're introducing like some tag team elements in that you can like tag in uh, other Mortal Kombat characters for uh, sort of like a tag battle sort of system thing. I don't think you can like swap between them or, uh, on the fly or whatever, but they're changing up the formula, which is cool. Yeah. Um Path of Exile 2 which I mean we we'd known about this for a while. 
Yeah, I think it was just the footage. gameplay footage um, premiere, wasn't it? Uh, it's either a really, really smart time or a really, really dumb time to show off Path of Exile 2, given that Diablo 3 has just, Diablo 4, sorry, has just come out. And I think they were hoping, well I think they were hoping that Diablo 4 just like fell flat on its face like Diablo 3 was. And then they'd yeah. come through that gate. It's like, hey guys, you want Diablo, but mm-hmm. good. We're here. But it didn't go that way for them. No. I mean, to be fair, Path of Exile does some things. The first Path of Exile did uh, things a lot, a lot more differently to yes. Diablo 3. So maybe Path of Exile 2 will diverge as well. I think um, there's definitely I'm sure space. I'll play it. There's definitely space uh, for both there's games. There's space for two. Oh, yeah, space for uh, loads of uh, different uh, takes on ARPGs. I'll probably play it at some point in the future when I'm when I'm sick of Diablo 4. Hmm. Um there's a uh, collaboration between Street Fighter 6 and Exo Primal. Um, that's cool. Nobody, uh, yeah. Um, uh, this was, I guess, the high point of what was a very disappointing show. Uh, you you think Cage. this was the high point? Uh, you you think Nicolas Cage was the high point? Well, I know what I mean. It's like this. I think this was like what Jeff Keighley thought was like his killer the killer thing at the show was like, hey, I've got Nicolas Cage. We had, uh, Microsoft had Keanu Reeves. Well, we've got Nicolas Cage. He's coming out on stage. And spoiler alert, Microsoft had Keanu Reeves again. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Nicolas Cage is going to be in Dead by Daylight. And like, um, uh, Alex Navarro from um, Next Lander had a very good point. It was like, if like if the high if if like the the big moment in your live show is Nicolas Cage being added to a like seven eight year old video game, then it's not the greatest of shows, really. Nope. Um, it was a trailer for the third season of The Witcher. Um, great. It's the last one that Henry Cavill's in, so it'll probably be the last one I watch. Um, Witchfire. Do you remember this? Um. I don't, if I'm honest. Oh, yeah, it's from oh, the, the people Bulletstorm. It, it's oh, like Bulletstorm, right, yeah. but medieval. Upcoming the roguelike shooter from the developer of The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Uh. Um, they yeah. they have an interesting um, legacy from the creators of The Vanishing of, the Vanishing of Ethan Carter, uh, which was like a... Yeah ghosty walking detective walking sim uh oh. painkiller and bulletstorm yeah. yeah wrap all Crazy. those three games together and this is kind of what it looked like mm-hmm. weird sort of like fantasy inquisition medieval first person shooter thing i don't know mm. um kind of vaguely uh warhammer in vibes from from screenshots i'm looking at um they showed off some some more stuff. Uh, another trailer for Crossfire Sierra Squad, which is the latest attempt for Crossfire to try and find a home where people play it. And this time it's on PlayStation VR two. Uh, oh yeah, Remnant two, which I I mean I, I, I this could have been announced ages ago for all I know or leaked, but I didn't know it, it existed. Uh, I'm kind of glad it does. Uh, Remnant from the Ashes, the first one was sort of an interesting 
spin on the Dark Soulsy sort of game. It was like co-op. Okay. There's a lot of shooting, but also a lot of melee stuff and did some interesting storytelling things. Um, it was good from what I played of it while it was on Game Pass. Uh, and number two is coming quite quickly, 25th of July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a new Sonic. Yeah. I kind of liked yeah. the way they did that. Yeah, like The transition from the old to the new, and it looks very good. Yeah, a lot of people have pointed out the fact that, like, a lot of Sonic games have looked good and then just not played well. But, it, but the, the important thing is it's not being made by the Sonic Mania guys. Hmm. So, who knows? Uh, horny anime fans everywhere got super excited about uh, Honkei Star Rail coming to PlayStation 5 in Q4. Great. Um... Lies of P, which is the stupid name for a game, um, has a release date, yeah. a new trailer, and Pinocchio looks like Timothy Chalamet. He does. Un- until um, I read the Eurogamer everything announced at, I didn't mm-hmm. even realize it was meant to be Pinocchio. That's what a stupid name it is. Yes. Like, it's a very silly name. Just call it Lies um, of Pinocchio, unless they haven't got the rights to use the name Pinocchio. No, it's... That's, it's um, uh, what's the the phrase I'm looking for? Nobody owns the rights for it anymore. Yeah, it's it's public domain now. So just call Same it as, Lies um, of Pinocchio. That's why there's been suddenly this whole like flush of Pinocchio, like Guillermo del Toro's done one. There was an yeah. Italian one. Um, the same with Winnie the Pooh. Like there was that recent Winnie the Pooh horror film. It's all public domain now. Um, fucking call it Lies of Pinocchio. Just yeah, I know <laughs> Lies of P is such a dumb title. Uh. It looks okay. Um, yeah, sort and of blood from Bloodborne-ish. There was a steampunk demo dropped for it, um, and from what I oh, have yeah. seen on the interwebs, it's actually quite good and runs stupidly well on uh, PCs and, in particular, Steam Deck. Oh, I have to download it and give it a little try then. Yeah. Um, Sandland. Oh, yeah, that was the um, the Akira Toriyama game. Yeah. Um, the creator of Dragon Ball uh, and the guy behind the the art style for um, Dragon Quest as well. Mm. Um, it's uh, I don't know, yeah, it looked kind of neat. It looked, yeah, looks interesting. Um, there was a teaser for the Annapurna interactive showcase, which isn't until later this month. Um, but uh, I'm, I'll be interested in that. I mean, Annapurna make. Not all of their games are good, but they're usually interesting, even if they're 12 minutes, um, which is not a good game. Oh, God. I uh, about that. Yeah, uh, and I think at that point, when we saw the Annapurna showcase sort of teaser, um, the minute or and a half or whatever it was of, of that teaser trailer for a different show at my mm-hmm. point, at this point in the, in the conference was my favorite part of the conference was why a teaser for a different because all the games in oh, it looked really good right, yeah. like everything yeah. else before i'd been a bit meh yep yeah um thorn and liberty Thro- throne throne i think is it Thor- oh, yeah, yeah throne, throne, and liberty. throne and liberty another attempt by amazon games to have a hit it'll probably flop um what happened to new world uh nobody plays it anymore i think yeah. I mean, it got us to a rough start when it was killing people's 
like graphics GPUs. cards. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny. Um, Warhaven, new title from Nexon arriving in autumn. Um, it's going to be part of the Steam Next Fest uh, between the 19th and 26th of June, so check that out. Party Animals, which... Um, it's like Gang Beasts, but with parties. It does look like Gang Beasts. I don't know At whether first, it's by the same people. It's not, because that's one thing I thought. I, I was like, oh, is that by the same people as Gang Beasts? Are they just cashing in? And mm. I saw it wasn't. I was like, that's a bit dodgy. Because it's literally just Gang Beasts. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It looked kind of fun. I like that sort of game. Um, Crash Team Rumble. 4x4, four 4x4, four, four four, four 4v4 multiplayer Crash Bandicoot game. Cool. Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm not particularly nostalgic for Crash Bandicoot in the same way that I was for, you know, like Spyro and stuff like that. I so like that Crash, bored. but not the spin-offs. No, I played uh, Crash Team Racing recently. Yeah. The original uh, or the new one? No, the new one. Okay, but it uses the same mechanics, the yeah. same like drift mechanics and stuff like that from the original. Bad. Mm. Don't like it. I used to. I used to think it slapped, and but. Mm. Don't do not get on with it now. Um, all right, Nick. Tell us about Alan Wake. Alan Wake. What do you want to know? Uh, how handsome is Sam Lake? That man can rock a velvet suit. I tell you that. Um, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. He doesn't age, does he? He doesn't. He looks exactly the same age as he did, like doing press for Max Payne, <laughs> which was probably about twenty-five years ago. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, genuinely, uh, he looks great. But so does Alan Wake 2, I'm very glad to say. Um, Mm -hmm. So Alan Wake 2, they introduced a new character uh, called Saga, who um, they also revealed that you you spend, it's sort of like split protagonists, so you spend half your time being Saga and half your time being Alan Wake. Uh, Mm. And he's trying to give her clues uh, and try and help him escape uh, the dark place that he is found himself in um there was quite a few callbacks to the original game uh and different bits and bobs in the trailer um like the dfs posters and and bits and bobs around gameplay looks similar to alan wake in the way that you know you see enemies that have got like the darkness infecting them and you've got to shine lights on them and then before you can hurt them uh but obviously a bit more polished and uh looks like they've learned a lot from uh their games after alan wake one should we say but also mm. i think this kind of the trailer really cemented for me that while this is a sequel to alan wake it's also a follow-up to control uh and with everything that the studio has learned you know w- when mm. control came around and we played it and i said it's the game it feels like control is the game that remedy have been wanting to make for the past 20 years since alan wake it's kind of like their vision is finally they've they're in a place where they can execute it and i'm hoping that alan wake 2 can take that and they actually make it all mm. flow through and it, it looks really good the only bit so i am I, um... oh, sorry go ahead the only bit i was disappointed on is it's launching while i'm on holiday so i've got to wait like four <laughs> days so i can play it <laughs> Um, yeah, I never played the first Alan Wake. I played Alan Wake's American Nightmare when it was dropped on like Summer of Arcades. Uh, I kind of enjoyed. I like the aesthetic of like the setting. Yeah, well, the um, setting is just was just that. from Alan Wake, but it was kind of like a cash in of um, just like a shoot 'em up in like a arena shoot 'em up, wasn't it? Really? 
Yeah, it was kind of fun. Survive the horde because like, zombies. Was... But it wasn't. It didn't play particularly great. And I don't know if it plays the same sort of way as Alan Wake did. Um, no. Whereas Control, from what I played, what little I did play, um, is like a solid third-person action shooter. Sort yeah, of so thing. Alan Wake's um, American Nightmare was just like a spin-off to to make get a bit of yeah. cash in. Um, mm. They just took the same engine and all the same assets and stuff and made a completely different game out of it all. Yeah. Um, it was a cool arcade game, I thought. Anyway, uh, I think I got all the achievements in it. Um, the protagonist you play as who's not Alan. What's her name again? Saga. Right. Uh, did you notice that the weapon that she pulled out was very deliberately called the service pistol? Yes. Which is the same as the gun in... Uh, control, control, right? Yep. The universes are linked. They both exist in the same... Yeah, they confirmed it in Control. They, there was um, there was a lot of references to Bright Falls, which is where Alan Wake is set. And also you, there was a um, Easter egg where you could, uh, where you could find a recording of Alan Wake talking. Um, Do we know if this is set before or after Control? We don't know about before or after Control. Okay. Definitely after the first Alan Wake, though, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it looked good. Um, Are you going to play it? I'd need to play the first one first, though, I feel. Okay. Which Fair might enough. be a bit rough. but um, Play the remastered one. Um, okay. That's yeah. I'll, really, I'll have it, a look into it. It's really Is that good. on Game Pass? No. It, it was, wasn't it, for a while, I think? Eh, I don't know. I think the original game was. I don't know about the remastered. For some reason, I, my brain keeps said it like, keeps confusing like who owns what and for some reason i thought that microsoft owned them but they don't do they they don't own remedy uh the original alan Alan wake had a a exclusive xbox deal uh right and so did quantum break they were for a very long time they were like a second fuck that was them as well wasn't it yeah they were like a second party studio for a very long time and then Mm. they busted out of that and And now came back with control and that was the first you know it was it was a banger yeah but that was they teamed up with Epic Game Store for, Al- they for did. Control and Alan Wake Remastered. Uh, Alan Wake's, uh, I think for Alan Wake Two and as Alan well Wake Two is Epic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, timed exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Shame. Um, I showed another quick look for uh, um, the new uh, Space Marine Two. Uh, it looks really, really good. I am thoroughly looking forward to playing that. Um, it's coming in this winter. Um, Silly Season's back. That's the big thing I'm taking away from this not E3. Silly Season is back. There are so many games coming out in like October, October. November sort of time. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. They're not all being pushed back until, well, they're not yet being pushed back until like February, March of next year. Um, we got to look at Yes, Your Grace Snowfall. Snowfall. Um, I don't know what Yes, Your Grace is. It kind of looked from the trailer, um, which I mean, I don't get it. Uh, I wasn't fully couldn't fully work out what sort of game it was from that, but it looked like if you took Reigns and extrapolated it out into a full game. Yeah, I, I don't thought know if that's that what it well. is like. And it, it reminded me a lot of, um, do you remember the game Kingdom? Like the 2D scroll, side-scroller game. The aesthetic's yeah. very similar, but I'm not sure about the gameplay exactly. No. I just um, love there was one bit where one of the characters said, just said, my potatoes... That's all I really remember about it. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, your grace is already out. It's on. It's on sale on Steam currently. Um, oh, okay. 
I don't really like you say it's very rainsy. Um, yeah, maybe a bit like that game Chazzy was talking about that's big on Twitch. Uh, I can't remember what that was. Something about castle. I think. Can't okay. Remember. I don't know. Um. As another announcement, uh, John Carpenter's Toxic Commando from Saber, um, Focus Entertainment, and John Carpenter. Um, it's a first-person slash third-person zombie shooter thing yeah. with a very '80s sort of John Carpenter vibe going on. I don't know how much he has um, involvement in it. John Carpenter is a big gamer big destiny player yeah um, he is. but i don't know how much involvement he's actually got in this um Baldur's gate 3 which i'm really looking forward to um uh, it's coming out it's going it's going reaching 1.0 on the 31st of august and it showed off a new trailer um featuring a character voiced by jason isaacs uh, which was nice to see I think with that, I was a bit disappointed we didn't see more. Like, we just saw cinematics and mm. Jason Isaacs in a VO booth. We didn't see much game. No. Um, but, I mean, if you want to see gameplay of it, people have been playing in early access for, for ages. So. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't, they don't really need to break new ground. But I guess for anyone who was tuning into Summer Games Fest, not knowing what Baldur's Gate 3 was... I don't think they uh, yeah, and especially want... people who don't have a PC because it's coming to console yeah. as well, and it's not an early access on console. So people who have yeah. no idea who Jason Isaacs is, <laughs> don't know what Baldur's Gate Three is, wouldn't have much inclination no, yeah. to go away and look about it. That's the only thing I would say. It was a weird, very short trailer. Yeah. Mm. Spider Man um, Two, a... yes, yeah, some more Spider Man Two information and an interview with um, Brian Interhar. Um, I think I butchered his name, but sorry. Um, it's coming to yeah, October. Yeah, Spider-Man 2 looks really good. Looks good. I yeah, I, wait. I'll play it when it comes to PC, for sure. Yeah, I really enjoyed Spider-Man 1. I think it was my game of the mm-hmm. year that year. Um, yep. Have you played Miles Morales? I've not played Miles Morales because I've not no, got a I mean, PS5 no, no. Uh, and I've been waiting for it to drop it's on, on PC sale. as well. I'm waiting for it to drop in price, though. So what I'm hoping oh, right, is, right. Okay. I'm hoping when Spider-Man 2 comes out, Miles Morales will drop in price. So I'll get Miles yeah, Morales yeah. and then I'll get Spider-Man 2 whenever yeah. it comes to PC. But no, um, that game was great, and I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to playing more in that universe and that engine, Insomniac. Just do that. Uh, that game is just yeah. perfect, Insomniac. Um, it's, yeah, it's so good. Like yeah. they do locomotion like no other studio does. Mm-hmm. Um, Pal World. Which is oh yeah, not a Pokemon uh, ripoff. No, yeah. Pal- so I was watching this. Uh, so I watched the whole thing. Um, uh it was um giant bomb talking over it um and you know janitor over at giant bomb the video producer yeah yeah. um he was off camera uh when this came on you could just hear him screaming from off camera uh and um tomorrow posted a picture up of him like getting super excited and what did he call it he called it something like legally distinct pokemon with guns that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, didn't particularly look like um, my sort of thing, but I know no. it could be good. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it didn't grab me. Uh, Land of the Morning Light, uh, an expansion for Black Desert, I think. 
something to do with Black Desert, uh, which is a very, very Korean uh, action RPG game. Um, arriving on the 14th of June. Uh, oh, this was a kind of a surprise. Yeah. Uh, Lord of the Rings Return to Moria, which, what did you describe it as? Deep Rock Galactic in Lord the of the Rings. Earth. Yeah, Lord yeah. of the Rings, Deep Rock Galactic. Um, yeah. Basically what it is, I think, it's the dwarves mining in Moria. Yeah. Fighting deep, like, things from the deep. It looks great. Um, if yeah. It, if it's mining if it's... and building and fighting off things and... Yeah. All I the really... stuff that makes... I really hope they've literally just played Deep Rock Galactic and gone, that'd be a cool Lord of the Rings dwarf game and gone and uh, made it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very good. Um, it's coming uh, in the autumn of this year. So, uh, yeah. Interested in that for sure. Um, <laughs> we saw Sephiroth. VII. Yeah, Sephiroth on a mobile phone, which... Um, uh, uh, Final Fantasy Ever Crisis which I, I still don't know what it is. It's on iOS and Android. Um, and I don't know... I, I don't know what it is. Because, like, all the footage seemed to be from, like, different eras and different art styles. And I, yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. Um, I've never, like... I've played, like, a couple... I tried to play a couple of um, Square's, like, mobile games. Mm. Uh, and they're just awful... Gacha nonsense. Just steer well clear. Yeah, it just seems like say all over the place. Like you've got this mm-hmm. like cutesy two D style when the between battles, and then in the battle you've got a bit more realistic sort of um, like animations and stuff. It just doesn't quite yeah. flow from the trailer anyway. So yeah, like you've got Cloud as he looks in Final Fantasy VII remake. And then you've got Cloud as he looks in Final Fantasy VII original. Yeah, yeah, it's, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, what else we get? Uh, Banishers. Banishers, Ghosts Ghost of, of New, New Eden. Eden. I can't remember that at all, so it obviously didn't make much of an impression on me. Like a Dragon. Um, like a Dragon, the man who erased his name, which I got super excited. Um... I was jumping up on the sofa and shouting, let's go. Because uh, I thought this was going to be for like a Dragon 8. Uh, um, the next mainline game. and then But I know that the mainline games they've said from now on are going to be like the turn-based combat like yep. uh, the last one was. Um, so this is another spin-off like Ishin. Um, centered around my boy Kazuma Kiryu. I'm sure it'll be good. I'm sure it'll be very good. Um, November Under 9th. the Waves... Uh yeah, it's out on November November ninth. Um, yeah, under the waves seemed a bit subnautical-y, I guess. But from the look like of a it, narrative sort of first, uh, a bit more. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. It driven had... rather than just a survival game. Yeah, uh, it looked intriguing, I guess. But it's coming on August 29th, so yeah. Guess I'll look into it more and see what it's what it's all about. Um. The trailer for the new Call of Duty season. I never care about the season stuff. I just play the multiplayer. Yeah. Um, I don't play Warzone. I don't care about the seasonal stuff. I don't care about the past stuff. So I didn't bother about it at all. Fay Farm World. Um, I don't remember this at all. I think it was after they announced the Porsche stuff. So we were too excited about the Porsches. 
Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot about that. They'd shown a oh yeah 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 Porsche Xbox. Um, it's the seventy fifth anniversary of Porsche in motorsports. Uh, this year, so they've done a collaboration with Xbox, and they're bringing in a bunch of like Xbox Series Xs. Each one with a uh, the one the main one they showed off was this current year's um Penske nine six three livery. Which, which itself is like a celebration colors. of all the other liveries. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the pink from the pink pig and, uh, and so on and so forth. But they're doing a whole bunch of them. There's a martini one. There's the, the pink pig one. There's the, uh, I don't know if there's a Rothmans one. Um, <laughs> presumably without the, obviously without the word Rothmans on the <laughs> side of the Xbox. Uh, but yeah, that was, we got super excited about that. And then I completely missed the trailer for Faye Farmworld, so sorry. It looks like um, a cutesy Star Dewey Animal Crossing y type thing. Oh yeah. That's the sort of thing that Zoe will really, really like. Uh, but it looks multiplayer maybe? I don't know. Um sorry, Faye World Farm. There was an update for Marvel Snap. Um that game's really good. My time with it is, is done, but uh I'm glad that it's still going strong and people still enjoy it. Um King Arthur Legends Rise. Don't remember that. It was only a cinematic trailer. I have no idea what sort of game it is. <laughs> um, It'll be released on PC and mobile. Oh, great. Uh, free-to-play game Wayfinder coming to PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series X and S. I don't remember what this was either. No. This is um, the kind of point where loads of random games were just thrown at us and yeah. I kind of lost track. Um, I'm just I remember Stellaris Nexus. Now. Yes, new Stellaris. Um, for people who like Stellaris, that'll be super exciting. I, I never got into it. And um, the space trash scavenger looked quite cool. I that look, did look quite fun, actually. Yeah, that's the sort of thing I could see myself sinking time into. Um, they showed a trailer for Star Trek Infinite, which uh, I mean, I don't know what that uh, what that's supposed to be. Is that, is that like a space like? Um, like a Stellaris sort of game. Uh, I would assume like, so. They didn't show any. Uh, oh, apparently it's a strategy game. Yeah, there was no yeah. gameplay whatsoever. Okay. However, um, it is by Paradox. Ooh. So it could be good then. It it could actually be good. Star yeah. Trek game being good. What is this? Oh, there's one out at the moment by some former Telltale de- uh, developers that's supposed to be quite good. All right. Uh, I've heard good things about it on uh, Waypoint and um, Nextlander. Yeah. Uh, so, I can't remember what it's called. but um, With Star Trek Infinite, there's no information other than the teaser trailer um, okay. and that it's going to be, be a strategy a game. You can sign up now to the newsletter for updates. That's okay. it. So... Stay Fair tuned. enough. That'll be a long way off then, I, I guess. Um, we saw a trailer for the Twisted Metal TV show. It wasn't good. It did really we? was not a good trailer. Yeah, we did. Okay. Anthony Mackie getting attacked in an arcade by Sweet Tooth, who is voiced by but not acted by Will Arnett. Okay. Yeah. Um... Good luck with this one. Lis Fanger. Maybe. Uh, Lis, I think that's how you pronounce it. Lis, Lis, Lis Fanger, the Time Swift Warrior. Uh, I don't remember this either. Uh, like I say, yeah, they were just pummeling trailers at this point. Um, 
Immortals of Avium. Nope, don't remember that. They showed that off at the um, PlayStation conference as well. It's the one that Andy th- uh, quite liked the look of. It was like a first-person mage shooter. Mm. Um, and I got really distracted by the fact that the um, face, like the faces in the trailer, when the gameplay footage, they've been like really over-animated. Yep. Um Fortnite Chapter 4 Season 3 had dinosaurs in it, but it's about Transformers. So, I don't know. There are Transformers. So, from what I gather, a hole has opened up in the map. They've gone inside it, and they've found jungles and Transformers. Are there dinosaurs in the Transformers films now? I don't know. I've not seen any. There's Jurassic Unclear. World. I, w- I was thinking, yes, there are, but then I remember that's Jurassic World and not oh, Transformers. Yeah. It's so they all start to roll into one of the one, don't they? <sighs> yeah, they do. And then finally, mm-hmm. we had Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yeah, which is coming which looks... in 2024. Yeah, on two discs. Yeah, which is fucking Final Fantasy game. I guess they can't fit all of it onto one Blu-ray. I guess so. It's going to be a lot, right? Because it's everything from when you leave. I don't. Um, Mid they said the end what... of disc one, right? Up to the end of like, uh, is it Cosmo Canyon? Is that the place? Something Canyon. There's quite a lot of game in there. Okay, I didn't know that they'd said exactly how they were divvying the chapters up. No, I mean I know they could the be shuffling one stuff just... around. Yeah, the first one is just the first disc. It's just yes. Um, Midgar. Um, and then I guess this is the second disc, but there's there's a lot. There's all the open world stuff as well. I don't know how. I don't know. We'll find out more. Um, it's coming in early 2024, apparently, um, with a PC release to come in, I don't know, 20 years or something. Usually is the first I one on PC months, yet? Isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. It's been on for a while, but it was Epic Games. Oh, Game. yeah. I think it was, it was like Epic Games Store exclusive, and it and also sucked. It was sucked. stupidly expensive. It, it was expensive. It was Epic Games Store, and the port sucked it when it was bad. launched. Oh. So that's why it literally mm. no one knows about it or cares. I, from what yeah. I gather, they've fixed it up a bit, but... Um, mm. uh, I mean... Uh, it's on Steam now, at least. So It's cool, but like... Final Fantasy VII was never my favorite of those old PS1 era. Well, I was an, I was an eight guy. I love seven. Don't get me wrong, but I prefer eight. Um, so I'm not. I played a bit of the first one when it was on uh, PS Plus on PS4. Yeah, it was it was fine. Uh, but at this point, we're like what two three weeks out from Final Fantasy 16 coming. So I'm not. I'm struggling to get that excited about this. Yeah. Um, so, Final Fantasy VII on Steam is currently seventy pounds. Fuck that! The Fuck that. historical low, because um, I've got a plugin that tells me all the low prices and stuff. Yeah, was yeah. on Epic Game Store in a Christmas uh-huh. sale for mm-hmm. forty pounds. That's the I wouldn't lowest it's ever been. For it either. Um, that's uh, yeah, that's rough. Um, as was the Summer Game Fest. Uh, that was the entirety of it. That was everything. Yeah, uh, not n- nothing particularly exciting. Um, nothing like 
really stood out to be honest a few little like pleasant surprises like the the um lord of the rings game alan um alan wake well we knew alan wake 2 was coming already though hadn't we yeah um, but it was nice it was nice, to, nice, see, it was nice to see footage. some gameplay yeah um but there Spider-Man wasn't any 2, like, i guess getting the date but i mean in terms of like uh surprises no, there was there was no, and just one more thing, like he didn't roll Kojima out to announce Silent yeah. Hills or anything. Um, and where's my fucking Elden Ring DLC, huh? Yeah. Where's that? Well, it might come at the Microsoft conference. We've not got around to that yet, so we'll uh, we'll see in about half an <laughs> Spoiler hour. Spoiler alert, it didn't. Wow. Um, just no sense of pretending to, that there's a chronology here. <laughs> um, Next up was Day of the Devs. Yeah, Day of the Devs was good. It's like you caught the first half of it at least, and I I caught the second half of it. Yep, we pretty much tag teamed. Yeah. So um, anything Devs, stand out from the Day of the Devs started out with Tim Schafer giving a nice little talk. Um, Love that nice, man. great guy. So much time for him. Uh, he is mm-hmm. a game designing and developer legend. Um, I bet he gives really good hugs. Yeah, he just seems like one of the like. I bet Gabe Newell does as well. Yeah. Yeah, mm. just those kind of people. You just you just know they do. Yeah. Um, so it started out with Beastie Ball, which is a um, <laughs> how do I explain this game? It's kind of like they're playing. You get pets and play dodgeball, um, yeah. and it's kind Not of like a, uh, volleyball. Volleyball, sorry, yeah, and it's kind yeah. of like a gotta catch them all, but different pets have together have different combos, and it, there's a friend. Oh no, but they said like. They were emphasizing the fact that you don't have to catch them all. It was more yeah. about like building a bond with. Yes, and it's about the friendship like. and building bonds, and they get different combos and power ups and stuff as they play more games together. Seems like a mm. cutesy, fun, um, just, you know, nice game, I guess. Um, <laughs> Lovely. And it's behind the people uh, who did Chicory, yes. which I haven't played, but people loved that game. Yeah, um, they did, yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, maybe one to watch out for in a in a while. Um, Hyperlight Breaker, we've we already knew about this game. It's from the dev of Hyperlight Drifter, which, which I still have to play. I bought it when it came out, and I played a bit, and I liked it, but I didn't get on with it. It, it was too hard for me. Um, mm. I'm not afraid it to got, say. It uh, got patched quite heavily after it came out, didn't it? They made they made quite some quite a lot of yeah. changes to it. Yeah, to address some problems. Um, I don't know whether that was one of them. Um, maybe they made it easier or not. I don't know. I've I've got it in my Steam library. I just haven't played it yet. Yeah, I need to go back to it at some point. But uh, Hyperlight Breaker, mm. it looks interesting. Um, similar sort of gameplay, but in three D. Uh, so I'll be intrigued to see what he does in this game. Um, mm-hmm. we then had Simpler Times, which was a bit of a um, I would say walking simulator, but there wasn't really much walking. It was just in a room. Kind of reminded me a little bit of um. What's the game? Oh, it's fucking great. It's like the best walking sim there is. Edith Finch. Yeah. With lots of little different puzzles and different mini games that unlock different memories and stuff. Very much like that, but just all in one room by the looks of it. Um, probably not my kind of bag. Um, but, yeah. It looked very relaxing from what I saw. Yeah. Um, next up was Viewfinder, which mm. completely broke my mind. Um, take... Mm. Think portal, but instead of opening portals into different bits of, and bobs, you literally you take a picture and you get a Polaroid, and then you can put that Polaroid anywhere in the world, 
and it will take the geometry of the photo that you took and put it where you've placed it. So if you need a bridge, but you need it in somewhere else or you need a ramp to go somewhere, you can take a picture of a bridge, tilt it to create a ramp and place it and then the photo will stay where it is. And every time I saw the mechanic of them placing a photo and then walking, it just completely broke my mind because all the geometry Mm. is like there in 3D and it's a different cut, like it's black and white and whereas the rest of the world is color. I'm... I'm so going to play that game. It looked really relaxing, um, but in a nice puzzly way. It kind of reminded me of The Witness. Um, yes. But without a load of panels around. Yeah. Um, and it's out in July. I You mentioned about this in the chat. Um, so I went back and watched the trailer. And yeah, it, it's really, really impressive what they're, what they're doing. Um, it's, I'm sure it's going to get absolutely mind-bending. Yep. Um, some of the puzzles uh, at uh, certain points. Um, yeah, really looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, next up was Haunty, which is like an adventure game that looks very... Uh, it's sort of hand-drawn graphics, very almost Don't Starve style, um, when it's about uh, ghosts and shit uh, and things being haunted in the woods. So uh, it looks quite intriguing. Um mm. Coming 2024. Uh, hoping there'll be a demo because it's one of those that I kind of um looks a bit like um what's the game where you the isometric game where you like enter uh, Death's Door. Mm. It's got a little Death's Door about it, I think. Uh, okay, so that's quite something cool. you want to get the feel off to see if it feels good. Exactly, it's yeah. Got a good game feel, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then. What do we have? Cart Life, which uh, I, I was very intrigued about the premise, but I didn't think it looked that good. It's, so it's a simulation game. Um, and it was actually um, released like twen- like 10 years ago or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the guy removed it and gave it out for free and now he's remade it from the sounds of it. So um, it's a sim game where you own a uh like street food cart okay um and you have to um like just i'm not really sure what you have to do to be honest um well the polygon um like uh summary says that um yeah the indie dying once began to be playable nearly 10 years after hoffmeyer pulled the game um richard hoffmeyer is the developer it's been celebrated across the industry for its intimate look into the lives of people who are intertwined with their communities, but are often overlooked, especially in games. Whatever, however that plays into hmm. a video game, very very narrative based. I'm guessing. Then. Yeah, more narrative based. So the the Steam write up is it's a story based sim life starring three street vendors in a small city in the in the Western United States. Guide their new ventures, selling newspapers, coffee, and bagels. Set up shop, manage your budget, serve your customers, and try to survive. Make every decision count. The art style and time are quite um, papers pleasy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's black and white, very stylistic. Could be a good one. Um, you know, people people seem to rave about the original one. So, um, mm. yeah. Again, I would be intrigued in a demo. And I know there is a next fest coming, so so we'll see. Cross all his fingers and, and hope for the best. There is a... Uh, oh, God, it's fucking paywalled. <laughs> Annoying. 
there's a link to a Wired um, article about the un- the untold tale of a disappearing video game and its resurrection. Oh, nice. Which I would quite like to read, but it's paywalled, so I won't. Ten-foot ladder. Oh. I've read my last complimentary article this month, apparently. I haven't read a single article on Wired this month, so fuck them. Um, um, next Hellsport. up is Hellsgate, which is just fucking Tony Hawk's bit in hell. Um, like okay. Literally, it's just it just looks to play like a Tony Hawk game, uh, but you are a devil and there are enemies. It's so it's kind of um, Sunset Overdrivey. Okay, but actually um, on a skateboard. Mm. Um, intriguing. Mm. Um, so this is where I came back in. Did you <laughs> see the Henry Halfhead trailer? Henry Halfhead was the last trailer I watched, and I okay. think I, I I watched that and I was like, I think it's time for me to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, you seem to inhabit different things, so like, um, you just possess different inanimate objects to to do different puzzles. So like, you wake up and you've got to stop the alarm from ringing, so you um, mm-hmm. become the battery and jump out of jump out of the slot. Uh, and yeah. then you've got to make the bed so you become the pillows and jump on the bed and become the duvet and jump on the bed and stuff. It you looks... literally start as as the top half of a of a of a bald man's head. Yes. With a very um, long nose. Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah, it seemed silly goofy fun, I think, that one. Yeah. Um so Polygon said that it's like it's a sort of game the untitled goose game uh fans yeah. might enjoy. Uh Developer Lululu Entertainment, I love that name, um, describes it as a quirky sandbox adventure game that focuses on the ordinary items in Henry's life, letting the player progress through Henry's not-so-ordinary life. Uh, No release date uh, date yet, but uh, it looked like a very silly puzzle game that I will probably thoroughly enjoy. Yeah. Mm. Looks a bit like, remember that when games like I Am Bread were big? Yes. Kind of like those those games <laughs> next game i didn't watch live but i've since seen and i've seen a lot of plaudits uh for it and some say it's like the game of the not real show um it looks very this one very cool this one this one had been shown off before hadn't it i think i'm not sure or am i getting confused with something else so um this, this game yeah where you play the little bug bug man maybe i'm not sure um, but it's by the lead gameplay designer of Limbo and Inside. Yes, I have seen this before. Uh, it looks fucking rad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, like where you're moving the orbs about and then That's you jump the inside the orb to go the next... Yes, yes. 100%. Looks so good. Um, But no no date on that yet, I'm guessing. Uh, let me check. I just looked on, yeah, I looked on Steam, so I yeah. can wish list it, and it says coming soon. Fucking hell! But now, um, <laughs> yeah, looked looked great. Um, we'll play day one probably. Yeah, um, looks a lot better than the other uh, Limbo devs uh, game from last year, whatever that was. I can't remember the name of it. Uh oh, Somerville. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, Somerville's supposed to be not great. Uh, but it was that other one that came out, another one about an alien invasion that came out um, a month or so ago. Okay. Uh, Planet of Lara or something like that. Oh, yeah, Lana. Yeah. 
Lana, yeah, that's supposed to be really good. Yeah. Um, all right, I'll run through the rest of the ones that I remember watching. So there's Ete, I think that's how you pronounce it, um, which is which is like about a game about like painting a colorless world. It's a very in a very like um, you don't mean unfinished swan. Unfinished swan. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It kind of looks a little bit like unfinished swan, but there's like you know there's other people in the world and everything. You just I don't know. Um. It says Ete is a game about uh, painting, in particular, a painter that's traveled to Montreal for the summer to practice their art. Combines a whole bunch of lovely activities, exploring the city, painting in watercolor, and collecting stamps in your sketchbook. Does look very um, unfinished one actually now. Now look. Yeah, at yeah. Um, Summerhill, um, which is a new game by the developers of. Uh, have you played Alto's Adventure? No. Um, it's a cool like uh, mobile game. Um, it might be on other platforms as well. Um, it looks like a very. It's a very chill looking game about sheep herding okay um it just looks very chill uh lovely art style and like your character and their dog are like herding sheep um alta's adventure developer land and sea debuted Summerhill, a puzzle game about a shepherd and their dog the two travel together through their world which is rendered in a beautiful art style that alta's adventure fans will likely recognize um the developer um the lead developer was 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 talking a lot about how like um uh, wanting to like tell i don't know tell stories of like um shepherds from around the world in an interesting way okay um I was I say, it's, it it looks it looks cool it's an interesting game to me because like sheep herding is one of those things that you you do as a random quest in red dead redemption it's not something mm. that people typically make big like full full-on games about so yeah make your full your whole game about it but it's yeah. something that's like ubiquitous oh yeah um, absolutely no every where culture in the world you are yeah um in their own sort of ways so i don't know uh i think it looks neat um eternites uh which is a terrible uh title uh part dating simulator part hack and slash adventure very very anime uh does not look like my my jam um retro gadgets uh which is in early access now um is apparently a game about like like uh poking and prodding uh different gadgets i'm just having a little look at the trailer again to try and familiar myself with it um oh yeah uh you just sort of like you uh, this looks at the sort of game that you would like because there is there's like um like a little bit of like electronic engineering and circuit building and stuff like that but then there's programming built into it as well and you're just making gadgets imagine yeah. you got a video game where you were building raspberry pi shit it looks very cool it. yeah yeah uh, it looks neat um uh mars first logistics uh which looks uh fun um as well it's like a um you're uh, basically you have you're building like a mars rover hmm. sort of thing uh and testing it and trying to from what i could see in the trailer was like like messing around with the physics engine and like the building tools to like try and make the best sort of mars rover um it looks almost like uh, the kerbal space program of of rovers 
Yes, but with that like uh, that art style that's everywhere now, that very Mobius um, influence art style, the Sable, um, the the um, what was that roller skating shooter game? Rollercade. Um, yeah, could be that could be what it's called. Yeah, I think it is Rollercade. Yeah, um, yeah, everyone's everyone's digging on uh, Mobius's art style all of a sudden. Um. I know Salt Sea Chronicles, which I don't remember. I feel bad. I don't remember this. Um, Rollerdrome, sorry. Rollerdrome, that's it. Sorry, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not entirely sure what uh, Salt Sea Chronicles is. It looks like a hodgepodge of a whole lot of things. Um, uh, but uh, this was quite late when this was on, and I was half asleep. Um, I, I feel quite bad that we're not. That I, I, uh, I it begins with a kidnapped captain and a stolen ship. Where it leads next, that's up to you. In this story-driven adventure game, you will explore strange and wonderful communities, uncover a deep conspiracy, and chart a journey through twists and turns, difficulties and delights. There you go. Thank you very much for summarising. Thank um, you, Steam. <laughs> Um, that was Day of the Devs. Um, there was there was more stuff in there that looked um, well. The stuff in there looked way more appealing than um, the stuff any of the stuff really that was mo or most of the stuff that was on at the Summer Games Fest and quite a lot of the first party conferences uh, and well, I mean big big AAA conferences. So um, yeah, a lot of interesting looking games in there. Um, I'm really, really digging the aesthetic of uh, this uh, Hellscape game. Uh, that's something I'm going to be checking out for sure. Um, Devolver Digital, uh, their conference was um, very Devolver Digital-ish. Uh, it started with, like, in the lead-up to it, there was, like, pictures of this weird cartoon thing. It's a weird cartoon mascot with a big hand. Uh, one With one big hand. Um, one norm, one smaller hand, like uh, introducing a bunch of trailers for a bunch of stuff in like as the time was counting down, and then the Devolver Digital uh, conference starts, and you've seen their conferences before. You kind of know that you're in for something weird. Yeah, they're full of lots of like weird in jokes that are the only people who are like indie game nerds or like listen to the right sort of podcast and stuff would ever know about like the first um devolver digital conference was held in um the uh dave lang memorial theater um dave lang is not dead <laughs> he's the he's the ceo of iron galaxy um but yeah this one was um it started off with a fake documentary about devolver digital's mascot volvi which doesn't exist they just made it up for this so it's a documentary about this fake mascot which is this weird cartoon thing with a big hand and including like interviews with the uh the guy who like uh, first drew volvi um who doesn't know what's going on and then there's like lots of clips of volvi in other video games that devolver have published that like managed to get this character into other games like um um your friend pedro and and uh games like that the devolver published it was it was very silly mm -hmm. um 
and then the whole thing was like uh they've made a uh, they bring out the uh, they bring out a robot which is like the new version of the volvi um mascot called volve dash e uh the and it was a comment on like uh using ai to shortcut creative stuff and it was like shout out the name shout out the like the um concept for a video game and volvi will make it then now and then uh, you know straight away and like that was how they introduced the trailers yeah uh, it quickly descended into like a proper like don't hug me i'm scared nightmare fuel um very very dark comedy it was very funny um they only showed off four actual games uh in their conference they showed uh wizard with a gun um which um uh, going from what they wrote in the verge here that uh Devolver showed a trailer for Wizard with a Gun, a survival game that's themed kind of like a fantasy game mixed with a western. You'll have to collect resources, construct buildings, and explore what looks like a large map. Uh, there's a demo available on Steam now. Uh, it's also coming to PS5 and Xbox Series consoles as well, and coming sometime in 2023. Um, they showed some uh, another trailer, a gameplay trailer for the Talos Principle 2. Uh, looks really good. Uh, I never played the first Talos Principle. It's supposed to be a good puzzle game. Um, they showed baby steps, which look fucking nuts. Um, imagine if, uh, imagine a big sort of like third-person um, journey adventure game by the people who made Quop. <laughs> um, oh god, it's from the people who made Ape Out. And yep. getting over it, which I never played. I played a, a, a chunk of Ape Out and really enjoyed it. Uh, you play as Nate, a washout stumbling his way up a mountain. Uh, it appears you individually manipulate Nate's legs. Oh, uh, a press email described Baby Steps as a literal walking simulator, uh, <laughs> which leads to some serious, hilarious quop-like mishaps. Um, it's a bit like... Um... Not surprising, it says, actually, given the getting over it creator Bennett Foddy also made quop. <laughs> Oh, fair so, enough. <laughs> it We've come looks full circle. Very, yeah. It looks very, very silly. Yeah. Um, it looks like a more realistic, like, human, obviously, Octodad. Do you remember that? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, it it looks like a, it's got a very, it's, it's very my sort of sense of humor as well. You should definitely check the trailer out because, like, there's a bit where he's, like, walking up this mountain and knocks over a rock, and then a guy just appears. He's complaining about how he knocked over his rock, oh. uh, and their conversation is very funny. Um, and then they showed Human Fall Flat too, which I'm very, very happy about because I fucking loved Human Fall Flat. Okay. Uh, some like I uh, like laughed so hard I couldn't breathe playing through that with uh, with um, Andy and Adam uh, mm. ages ago. Now, it's very, very funny. Um, very successful that first one as well. It sold a lot. Um, it they literally like a lot of expansions for it. It was the perfect time though, wasn't it? Because it was COVID hit, and yes, it was that fun co-op game people could play together. Yeah. But and apart. it did very well on like streaming platforms. Yeah, uh, like Twitch same as Among Us, really like perfect storm. Yep. Um. But yeah, that was the end of the uh, Devolver Digital. It was yeah, it was it was short and very very entertaining. Um, I'm a fan of. Like everything that they put out, love Devolver. Um, so that brings us to the Xbox showcase, uh, which was last mm. night, time of recording. 
uh, and was um, impressive. What did we see, Nick? Impressive. Um, okay, so well, I'll take. You I mean, through. I'll in take terms through. of yeah, you take us through. Come on. I'll I'll go with this one because you've you've talked uh, through the other two, so I'll I'll take the lead on this one. So Microsoft starts um, bringing out the big guns. They have Richard Iowardi uh, talking yeah. about how much he loves vegetables, uh, and it turns out, obviously, as li- literally a, a few seconds in, you gather it's a f- uh, trailer for a Fable game, which has obviously Fable. Four, if we're calling it that, I think it's now just called Fable again. It's just called Fable, isn't it? Um, to fuck up like your internet searches forever. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Fable uh, was announced like six years ago, or something like that, and then it's just gone quiet for ages. Playground, who normally make Forza Horizon, are making it. Um, and yeah, there was a cinematic trailer about. I, I mean, it was it was clearly taking on like David and Goliath with lots of British humour. Um, and but unfortunately it was it was all in engine but there was no gameplay uh the trailer ended and there was not even a year on the end of it um so no gameplay no no release year so that to me tells me it's at least 2025 oh yeah yeah so long it was in engine footage there was no actual gameplay i guess that's yeah which i think okay so before the show the what's his face aaron greenberg Mm-hmm. Uh, answered a question on Twitter saying that everything that you see in the Xbox show will be in-engine footage. It didn't say in-game in footage. In-engine all, all footage. All the first-party stuff would be either gameplay or in-engine. Yeah, so he promised there'd be no CG. But here's the thing, right? We're now at a point where we game engines literally make movies. Unreal is used to, you know, for for both gaming and it makes, you know, fucking Mandalorian and shit like that. So we're now at the point where they can get away with saying it's in engine because it technically is in the engine that the game is going to be using, but it's not actually anywhere near gameplay uh, or, you know, representative of of what anything is going to be, which is obviously we get the big, you know, uh, Watchdogs division and going back a few years, but Killzone 2, you know, the big thing where they literally made a nice movie to show what the game could look like and said, here's the game. Um, but yeah, we don't get that anymore. We just get cinematic trailers that are nothing like the game. Um, no. So this is what annoyed me about the Xbox uh, presentation. A lot of it was this in-engine cinematic trailer, no gameplay. No. But it was nice to... to fable is a thing it's nice to know that fable but we already knew fable is a thing like you yeah know. but we'd had only a we'd had like a title screen and that's it we we'd had like, like a... cinematic trailers before had we yes we've had cinematic trailers of like fairies and and grass and shit before mm. this is the mo- the most we've got because we actually had like you know characters rendered i suppose or you know richard yeah. iwadi voicing it as well um, so it's it's the most cinematic trailer we've had, but I would still prefer them to like have ignored Fable completely this year, and then come out swinging with a Starfield esque thing next year if that's what. They if were they for. hadn't shown anything though, people would have thought it was vaporware. Well, I mean, it still could what be they vaporware. shouldn't have done 
is is uh they shouldn't have come out beforehand and, and said oh this stuff would be like in engine and whatnot yeah. and then shown which is sure te- it may have been an engine technicality it was a cutscene yeah it's that technicality that's yeah. that annoyed me anyway moving on from the disappointment of fable uh we then got a video again in engine cinematic video of south mm-hmm. of midnight which didn't really give much away as to what kind of game it was there was an old guy oh, playing a guitar and mm-hmm. some girl watching on um mm-hmm. by the compulsion games who made we happy few which i really wanted to like that game but it was just riddled with so many bugs and performance issues that it was completely unjo- unenjoyable yeah. hopefully that won't be the case this time and at some point hopefully we'll get to see what that game is be interesting yeah uh next up is where it starts to get a bit more interesting star wars outlaws was announced which is uh ubisoft massive's uh open world star wars game that we knew they were making um Mm -hmm. again there was no gameplay here but they did promise to show more uh the day after in the ubisoft conference um yeah so i guess we'll 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 leave all of that for there but first Mm -hmm. impressions were good the cinematic trailer was was pretty good um and i really like the logo it's a really cool logo really small thing yes it is yeah um payday three our first gameplay footage of the conference i've never played a payday game have you uh no uh, i haven't I've, I've meant to play payday uh, just pick up payday two uh, a number of times when it's been yeah. quite cheap because it seems fun if you've got friends to play it with it's not the sort of game i want to play with randoms but yeah it seems fun yeah i've done the exact same thing like i remember ps3 era it was like 10 quid and i was like i should pick this up at some point but payday 3 is probably yeah. coming out soon so i won't bother and that was like no. 12 years ago um yeah. but yeah seemed seemed cool and interesting um so yeah should be good uh persona 3 reload um yeah which would have been a great surprise but unfortunately it leaked a few days before so we knew it was coming yeah. um but yeah, it looks to be a complete remake of the original Persona 3 uh, in the Persona 5 engine. So all up for that. But specifically a remake of the original the Persona original. 3, not Persona 3 FE. Correct. Um, which, was, which means that you can't play as a, a female protagonist. Yes. Like you could in the updated version of it. Why they're not remaking the ultimate version of it, I don't know, but... It's so they can remake that version in a year's time. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, should be good. I never, um, I've never played Persona Three, um, because I never got around to it uh, before. And even with the re-release, because they've just re- re-released Persona Three Portable uh, on Xbox and PC, uh, but I. Uh, I haven't got around to that either because I've been too busy replaying Persona 4 Golden because yeah. I'm a simp. Um, but no, it should be good. I'll look forward to getting around to it. So many, so much Persona to go around. Mm. There might be more coming later. Who knows? Uh, Avowed, uh, which is Obsidian doing Elder Scrolls. Uh, essentially, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, looks really cool. Very up for it. Um, I think I trust Obsidian. Obsidian yeah, a lot more than I do um, Bethesda at this point. <laughs> yep. Um, so Agreed. fingers crossed they come good on on the. I mean they they smashed the Outer Worlds. 
So they did. That was was so good. So I have no reason to doubt that they can also smash an Elder Elder Scrolls like. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, should be good. Next up, Sea of Thieves. Um, we saw the Sea of Thieves. Well, we saw the Rare logo, and then we saw the Lucas Arts Films Lucas Art Games Studio logo, and I thought Rare doing a Star Wars game. And then, uh, and then I saw we saw like a big like mountain, and I was like, Rare doing an Indiana Jones game. And then it turned out to be um, an expansion for Sea of Thieves, uh, in which mm. you go to the Legend of Monkey Island. Which I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes more yeah. sense than both my wild guesses. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it l- seems cool. Will, will you play it, or are you past uh, Sea of Thieves? I'm past Sea of Thieves. I had my time with it. It was it was kind of fun. Uh, and then the grief has bullied me off the game. Yeah, fair fair enough. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Flight Simulator 2024, which is a bit of an update to the main game. Uh, they're adding like careers and different things to do. You can mountain rescue and put out wildfires. Kind of reminded me of um, Simcopter a lot, if you ever played that game back in the 90s, um, which is a really cool game. Yeah. Um, There's helicopters in the current Flight Simulator. Yes, but can you like put out wildfires and pick, no. do mountain rescue type people stuff and you can help fly build pylons? Through, you can fly through Manhattan whilst listening to the Succession soundtrack. <laughs> uh, that's about it. Yeah, so it seems that they're they're sort of fleshing out things to do in that world. I think I wonder if maybe they found pe- like normal people be, who aren't obsessed with it's flights. It's a little and, bit. Jumped. It's a little bit confusing, but this is this isn't an update. This is a new game. Yes, yeah, yeah. But I mean, which, it's... I, which is what I thought. Flight Simulator, the current one, was just a platform that they were going to be building on for years. I think the issue, well, issue. I think the thing is though, they've obviously they're on Game Pass, aren't they? So it's probably the same base platform, but they're just adding new shit and calling it Twenty Four. Fair enough. I would. It's they're, they're like they're doing a FIFA, is what they're doing. Yeah, or a Hitman. You had Hitman, yeah. then Hitman 2 and Hitman 3. They're all on, on the same engine platform. Yep. And eventually roll into one another. But but yeah, um, you like Flight Sim. Would you, will, you, will you play 24? Um, sure, I will. Yeah, yeah I'll play it. Uh, what I will also absolutely play is the, the Ornithopter yes. stuff that's coming to the current Flight Simulator. I will, I will play that for sure. Yeah, Dune. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Seemed cool. Seemed good. I liked it. I uh, can drive. I can fly an ornithopter around the the deserts of Arrakis whilst listening to the Succession soundtrack. Just obsessed with the Succession soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> no, I listen to the Dune soundtrack because it's fucking great. I wonder if they'll build it into the game. The Dune soundtrack. I hope so, but uh, I mean, well, it's a light licensing, but it's like, an official license, though, isn't it? So. Yeah. So I hope so. Uh. Next up was Senua's say saga hellblade 2 um mm-hmm. with a logo half... that's very very assassin's creed yeah it does doesn't it yeah. i played half of the original game and i just had to quit because the whispering just i couldn't put up with it mm-hmm. and same this, here. it was upsetting the trailer was the same like literally i was just watching the trailer having different voices whisper at different um sides of of the of the um sound just i couldn't pull up with the trailer even so unfortunately i won't nope. be playing that game nope. but um you know that. from what i you know what i played the game was very good and 
uh, I have no reason to doubt the second one will be more of the same. Yeah. Uh, go on then, Mark. This one's for you. Uh, oh yeah, like a dragon, infinite wealth, uh, naked uh, Ichiban Kasuga walking around a beach, not realizing he's naked. Which I mean, come on, man, you'd know. You'd feel the breeze on your junk. You'd know there was yep. nothing down there. Um, I I'm not entirely sure if this. Uh, I should probably should have looked it up. Uh, right. Okay. So yeah. So this is this is what was previously announced as like a dragon eight. It's the next mainline game. Yes. Um, in which uh, Ichiban Kasuga and Kazuma Kiryu uh, are both like the the co protagonists in it. Um, it's going to be turn based again, like uh, the last one. Um, I which is which is a current contender for my uh, for the best game that I played this year. Uh, fucking loved like a dragon uh, and i cannot wait for this it's coming early next year and i will be clearing my docket for it for a definite yeah nice uh next up we got uh another fallout 76 um trailer uh for mm. some extras no idea i you have... get to go to atlantic city and gamble i have zero interest in anything to do with that game um yep. so Moving on. Uh, Kunitsugami Path of the Goddess. Mm-hmm. Can't remember. Which that I think one. everybody watching the trailer thought was going to be because it was uh, Capcom. Uh, and then there was all this, like before the title, I think everyone thought this is a new Onimusha. Mm. Uh, but it, you know, it's not, it's something new. But um, I mean, Capcom can't. Uh, they're just like an like a, on a streak of wins yep. at the moment. Definitely. So I'm sure it'll be a banger. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, then we got Forza Motorsport. We got a... Car Corner. Yeah, Car Corner. So we got uh, to see the Corvette and the Cadillac, which had just finished uh, Le Mans uh, the, the morning Came before. Came third. Came third. Very good result for them. Uh, mm. Those cars are in the game, as is Le Mans. Um and the game is coming out in. When is the game coming out again? Oh, they did say it's tenth um... of October. Tenth of October. There we go. Mm. I put it in my calendar. Um, yeah. yeah. There was very little detail. I thought in all of this, it was very much just. Yeah, I mean they'd cars. already shown off. And then, they'd already shown off a bunch of, uh, like they had a big segment at their last press conference, whenever that was, early last this year. year. Um, and they showed off a, a bunch of stuff. Uh, and this was mainly like, hey, here's a couple of cool cars. One of them just did really well at Le Mans. The game's coming out on the 10th of October. Yeah. Cool. It felt like a bit of an anticlimax for me. I wanted a bit more information. And a there bit were, more, I would, you know I what? Guess... I would have much rather have had a, I mean, shadow drop. This is us talking, you know, uh, not the vast majority of gamers, but I would have much rather had like a, a whole segment dedicated to this rather than fucking Starfield. Yep. 100%. Tell me more about the game. Tell me about the single player progression. Tell me about the multiplayer stuff. See, tell me, are you uh, implementing a safety rating sort of thing yeah. so that online lobbies are not a fucking hellscape like they were in the last game? Talk to me about the physics. Are you going to support yep. VR on PC? All that shit. 
Yes. Um, but no, I'm I'm sure more will come out later on. I'm sure they'll have like a little dedicated Forza thing mm-hmm. nearer the time. Um, a shadow drop would have been very nice, but I, get, I know they don't it, release yeah. Forza at, in the summer. Though it's it's like no. a winter game. If it gets any, if it's anywhere near the quality and physics levels of Gran Turismo, I'll be quite happy because I think that sort of um, it's not great sim physics, but it's it's good enough to play with a wheel and have fun with friends with and you know set up stupid Le Mans and set up you know nice endurance races that we can that we can all jump on and play um so yeah looking forward to it i think hopefully i just i just hope they've got the physics more in line with gran turismo than last time where it was just like drift city Mm. yeah um so yeah next up was elder scrolls online journey to necrom an expansion which is free i think they said yeah um Yeah, I, I, I can't remember what they said about that, uh, whether it was free or not. It, it's just Save like Tamriel Elder Scrolls. or something. Um, yeah, that, I played a bunch of the base game of that years ago. Uh, it's neat. Uh, it's got a huge audience. Uh, well, pretty big one. Comparatively quite small compared to some other MMORPGs, but it's got a pretty large and dedicated audience. So uh, mm. good for them. Good. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Overwatch 2 Invasion. I remember you you said in our chat the other week that Overwatch 2 was dead. Mm-hmm. To me. Does Invasion bring you back? Nope. Okay, fair enough. No, not interested. It it just looked like uh you know uh the uh Overwatch one would do every now and then there'd be like a timed thing where you play PvE. Yeah. And you you're escorting a payload, shooting lots of robots. Uh, just like that game uh, it was TF2 yeah you'd be just doing that for like a you know for a week yeah uh, or whatever um, it just looked like that but with more cutscenes um, but I think if they had shown this trailer off a while ago if this had been the trailer that was like we're making Overwatch 2 here's a trailer for it and they showed that off uh, I think people would have been a lot less pissed off with the the state of the game uh, yeah. situation that it's in at the moment. Uh, my time with Overwatch is done. Okay. So, um, uh, I don't see myself going back to it unless people say it's a fucking banger. You need to come back in. Okay. Uh, next up, we got Persona Five Tactics, which again yeah. had leaked the day be- uh, like a couple of days before, but it looks great. Mm-hmm. It's a tactics based uh, game uh, in the Persona Five universe. And coming to Game Pass Day One as well. Game Pass Day One, um, yep. yeah. Atlas, Atlas, Microsoft um, collaboration seems to be going really well. Uh, yeah, they're a really I'm good. Very partnership. happy about that. Um, yeah. A lot better than the Sony one, I feel. Yeah, uh, Zoe's very excited about it. She gets to play the Persona Three remake on day one. She gets to yeah. play this on day one. Um, there was something else as well, uh, which it's she's coming up. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, looks really good. Then we had some Starfield stuff, um, just to basically tide us over and tell us to come back after the show to watch yep. more Starfield stuff. Uh, we got a Justant, which looks Justant, something like that. Looks like a really. I, d- I don't know how you raise. Is it pronounced? I think it might be pronounced Jusson. Jusson, because, mm. because it's don't nod. Yes, 
Uh, don't nod the the best seven out of ten game makers. I um, love their stuff. I love Remember this, Me. I love yep. Vampire. Um, the oh, what's their Telltale esque series? Life is strange. Life is strange. Uh, they um, also did Tell Me Why. Yes. Um, there was another one that I keep meaning to pick up, Twin Mirror. Oh uh, yeah, keep meaning to pick that up at some point, but just mm. don't get around to it. But yeah, um, yeah, really good stuff. And this is a re- looks really cool, like exploration climbing game, like really deep yeah. into the climbing simulation. I guess you know, actually putting yep. putting um, lines and stuff up looked really cool. Didn't have much in the way of um, details, but I don't think it really needed it. I think it it looked like like a really cool game. Yeah, it does. Um, really looking forward to that. Love the art style. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it'll be flawed in some way, but like really, really interesting and creative in others because that's just what Don't Not do. Yep. Uh, with their their action games. Really looking forward to that. Uh, next up, we had a massive nope from you. Uh, and a massive yeah, yep from me. No. Uh, still wakes the deep, um, which is a brand new Chinese room uh, game. So I'm sure it'll be a walking simulator, and it seems to be set on an oil rig uh, or un- underwater on an oil rig somehow. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't show much, but I don't care. That's a day one purchase for me. Um, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture is one of my favorite walking sims. Uh, Did you watch that show that was on uh, Amazon? I think it was Amazon. Uh, recently called the rig no it was like a horror tv show um with jorah mormont from game of thrones and set on an oil rig i didn't if i if okay. i had have done i would have talked about it on a little podcast of everything which is oh, can be found on all uh good streaming services that's, yeah it's a very good point um it, they described it this game as a first-person narrative horror, and unfortunately, the last word is where I get off. Horror. There's a. Uh, I mean, I can just about handle third-person horror games because you're like once one step further removed. If you make it a first-person, uh, then I nope out. Sorry, it just I just get too anxious, Fair and uncomfortable. Uh, I don't. I don't enjoy it. You can watch, um, but me it play looks. It if you want. Yes, I will happily watch. <laughs> you know when the PT trailer came out? Oh my god, I love PT, yes. I had to get a friend come to come over and play it on my PlayStation. Oh. Because I couldn't do it. Oh. I couldn't do it. Uh, but yeah, it looks great, uh, just not for me. So I look forward to watching you play it. Yeah, cool. I'll have to stream it. I will do. Um, we then got Dungeons of Hinterberg. Mm-hmm. Um, which is an action adventure RPG um, set in the Alps. Um, yeah. Was there something about this? No, there's just I can't a neat find... art style. Um... Yeah, can't find anything about the developers, so I'm guessing it's their first game. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, I, I like the look. I just like the look of it. Yeah, it's a neat little indie game. Um, demonstrates it's from Microbird. Uh, yes. And uh, Curve Games, but not Curve Digital. So I'm guessing that's a different company. Um, yeah, Game Pass Day One as well. Yep. Uh, Curve Games is they published um, the Ascent, right? Okay. And Bomber Crew. So it must be Curve Digital because they were 
Maybe they've just rebranded slightly. Maybe they have, yeah. Curve Digital is now Curve Games, yeah. Right, okay. On board. Um, they published some really, really good games. Yeah. I, I feel sometimes they, they are very much like they just publish everything, but they they are more often than not publish good games than bad. Yes. Um, so yeah, uh, we got Keanu back up on stage to tell us about the super enthusiastic cyberpunk um, update slash DLC. Is this a free DLC? Um, I doubt it. I th- it's a big thing. It's got Idris Elba in. Um, but uh, when I said about how people have got some hands-on games and a couple of them apparently stood out as being incredible. This was the uh, this was one of the games that apparently is like everyone who's got hands on with it was like oh this feels like what cyberpunk should have been to begin with, hmm. um like it's actually got seems like it's going to have a compelling narrative uh, and everything about the gameplay and it's just way more what cyberpunk twenty seventy seven the base game should have been yeah and I like you know that how they enough sorry do you know how they've managed to do that. How have they managed to do that? Because Phantom Liberty will only be available on next-gen platforms and not <laughs> Xbox One or PS4. Uh, will it be on Series S? I wonder. I bet that game does not run great on there. Um, yes. But um, saying X and S here, so yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, It'll just be like 1080. Uh, well, updated system requirements for Phantom Liberty. If you want ray tracing, um, you're going to need at least a Ryzen 5 5600 or an i7 9700 and at least a RTX 2060. That's for the minimum. Recommended 3080 Ti. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not even a 3080. No. To play an Ultra without ray tracing, uh, RTX 3080 or RX 7900X TX. Okay. So I'm, I can run it. I can I'm run happy it without. without that. Yeah. Don't need it. Don't need the ray tracing, to be honest. I turned it off in the base game. Um, yeah, I like the base game enough to be intrigued to jump back in. It depends on how much the, the expansion costs. Like, uh, to uh, CD Projekt Red's, uh, if the Witch is anything to go by, the expansions are hefty and very reasonably priced like actually expansions yes very old school proper expansions so yeah it seems like they're treating this as almost like the new base game which is like you said it, it it's what it, you know should or could have been um yeah so yeah be interested in that also um the cyberpunk's currently half price on steam i was quite tempted earlier but uh, I didn't pull the trigger quite yet. But I might just wait for Phantom Liberty to come out and buy that. Yeah, well, I don't know. If it's not standalone, is it? Uh, you can buy both of them together for the same price as Cyberpunk. Right, okay. Yeah, I think because you'd need to have... Uh, you probably need to have the basis of the actual game to understand what the hell's going on. Oh, yeah, but it's just like... Um, I imagine you can it's just worth playing. play through the main game while I'm waiting for sure yeah, Phantom yeah. Liberty or whatever. So yeah, uh, that was cool. Uh, next up, we got City Skylines Two, which looks just like City Skylines but bigger and better. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's super excited for it. Yeah, um, should be good. Always like some town planning. Um, 
yeah, not got much more to say, really. Be good. Game Pass Day 1. That's very good. Yep. Uh, next up was a massive surprise. Uh, the only Atlas game that didn't get leaked. Uh, and it was mm-hmm. Metaphor Refantasio. I hope I said yeah. that right. Uh, which looks like so. a fantasy game in the Persona world slash engine. Um, so it's like Persona meets fantasy. Um, yeah. Looked really it's, cool. Yeah, it's rather the same. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's an all new setting in characters. By the but it's the same people who make Persona and Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah. Um, I, I was wondering before the title threw up whether this is going to be. They did a. Um, I'm trying to remember the. Here we go. Tokyo Mirage Sessions, FE, um, was a Shin Megami Tensei Fire Emblem crossover RPG that came out on the Wii U originally. Yeah. Um and was really good. Uh and I was wondering whether this was gonna be another like crossover thing, but it just appears to be just a new RPG franchise. Yeah. Uh, new IP uh, by the by Atlas. Yeah. Um, uh it's got the Persona five game director, uh composer mm-hmm. and yeah, so the musical slap the, the entire team behind behind Persona Five, so Yeah. Can't be a bad thing, really. No. Uh, Towerborn, which is the uh, new action RPG brawler who, from the people who made the Banner Saga. Mm-hmm. I never got into Banner Saga. I tried, but I never really got into it. No, um, I really, I, I heard nothing but good things. I just never really gave it a fair crack. Mm. Uh, but it, it looks good. It looks like if uh, those developers made Castle Crashers. Yeah. Yeah, it does does look like Castle Crashers. Mm. Um, so yeah, it might be interesting. Sure be. Yeah, it looks like fun. It looks like it'll be fun. Uh, then we got Clockwork Revolution, which I still refuse to believe is not connected to the Bioshock universe somehow. Um, it's too similar. Like it? Jesus Christ. Um, so the person who works on the game, and in particular the trailer, also used to work for for um, what are they called Bioware. Not Bioware. What are the people who made Bioshock called? Fuck. Bioshock. Um, Irrational. Irrational, yes, yeah. Used to work for Irrational and um, put together all of the Bioshock Infinite trailers and effectively he spent this uh, time on this trailer just recreating shots from Bioshock in their new world. But mm-hmm. literally, if you, I think he posted a, um, he posted a Twitter thread Go and look at that because it's just like shot for shot. It is Bioshock. So um, yeah. I'm hoping that this can give Bioshock Infinite the sort of depth and interestingness that it deserved. But um, we don't really know much about it. So no, uh, I'm really intrigued about it. I think this is my biggest like surprise slash excitement of the show. Mm. Um, Love a steampunk aesthetic. Definitely. Mm. Uh, and then finally, they announced a one terabyte Xbox Series S. Which is in cool, black. I guess. In black, yeah. So you can have a black and one. And it's uh, $349. Yeah, fair Which enough. Is f- but that's 50 bucks. Uh, that's only 50 bucks cheaper than the digital PS5. Yes. But uh, which is a much more powerful cheaper. console. But crucially, it's cheaper. Yeah, it is, but it's more expensive than the regular S- Xbox Series S. 
but you get uh, more storage. Need... You get you do get my story. Have you struggled with storage on yours? Um, a tiny bit, but only because I've got Modern Warfare installed. Ah, fair. So that yeah. takes up like a hundred and something gig. Um, that's a fifth of the drive. <laughs> exactly. Well, no, uh, nearly a probably nearly a third of the usable drive. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but other than like that's the only hefty thing I've got uh, on it. Mm. So I've not really struggled. But no, we're I, not the. the it, then we're not like the typical use case for this series s because i guess some people it would be like their main gaming yeah like if machine. if like if you think about people that might have cod and fifa and forza for yeah like those those three oh, games would thing. probably take the whole 500 gig yeah so that's yeah um fine yeah. I i'm guess. happy with mine and i kind of like it in white it looks it looks nice I think white suits Xboxes better. It reminds me more yeah. of the 360, I think, like the OG yeah. 360, which is still, I think, their nicest console. But the yes. the 1S is just so dainty and so... It, it's like a, work, a piece of engineering to get it that small. It's very nice. Yeah. Uh, and then they talked for like an hour about Starfield, but I completely zoned out, went to make tea instead because I was bored. It's Fallout in space, but it... Looks a lot like No Man's it's, Sky. Yeah, but it's a RPG. Um, it looks like okay. Even if Todd Howard is not overpromising, and fucking, he said like, "Oh, you see that moon? You can go there." And I could not believe he actually said that. It's like a, it's like he's a, he's become a meme. Um, even if they weren't over clearly overpromising, and if it wasn't going to be a buggy mess when it comes out, because come on, it's a Bethesda open world game. Of course it will be. There just seems like way too much game. Just yep. too much. Like I would jump in and just like, there's too much. It would just be daunting. I'd be like, do you know what? No. That's what exactly like what spend... I loved about the outer worlds. Yep. It had scope, but it was a limited yep. scope and it just yep. worked for what the game was. Exactly. Yeah. Just do uh, that. I would rather play stuff like that than I'm. I'm not. I'm not bothered. Not bothered yeah. about this. Really. Um, I'll probably play it, like download it and play it for a bit, and then fall off of it. I don't even know if I'm going to bother with that because you know it's going to be fucking huge. I might try and I might stream it. Um, from the cloud. Uh, but uh, not that bothered. Good point. I could just stream it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they also announced that it will only be it'll only run at 30 frames a second on. Yeah. Even on Series X. No performance mode. 4K 30 frames a second. So, just like FPS on the world's most powerful console. Just like Redfall. Just like Redfall. But Redfall will be getting a performance mode. Yeah. Apparently. Odd how it's just said, didn't didn't give any indication of that at all. He just said, you know, we wanted to look the best, so 30 frames a second. Whatever. Hmm. Anyway, that was Microsoft. Yeah. And then earlier on today, at time of recording, uh, we got the Ubisoft conference. And I normally quite like Ubisoft conferences. They're a good mix of fun, quirkiness, and you oh, always have I, a laugh. I forgot to mention, um, actually, that uh, there was also the uh, PC gaming show. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a couple of games that announced that looked kind of good. I didn't see the whole thing. I had to turn it off because the cringe level was unbearable mm. now the guy who hosts it day nine is a esports shoutcaster 
Um, so presumably he has some charisma. Uh, you don't see any of it in these these PC gaming shows. And I know there's a writer strike on, but for the love of God, get some writers to write some actual jokes because it's fucking painful. And I, it must be embarrassing for um, PC gamer uh, to to have this as their big showcase every year. Mm. Um, it was rough. Fair enough. Anyway, Ubisoft. So yeah, talking about awkward shows um, with terrible jokes and scripting, uh, Ubisoft. Mm. Um, I normally really like Ubisoft conferences. They're good fun. Yep. They're quirky. You always have fun in them, but this just felt a bit off this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they opened with a just dance montage and random streamers on things. I'm not really sure where it all opened. But anyway, that all happened. I think they announced yep. Just Dance 2024. Not 100% mm-hmm. sure. Uh, and then they moved into uh, Avatar game, which I forgot they were making. Uh, it's yeah, it, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. It just looks like Far Cry. Yeah. In the Avatar universe. Um, I really didn't care for any of it, but I, I'm not... No. I've never really got Avatar... So do you I don't think demographic. Do you, do you think there's some like I mean I know why James Cameron's involved because money. Mm-hmm. Um but do you think there's a massive crossover between people who like Avatar and people who like video games? I'm not sure. Um yeah, I don't know either. Uh it didn't look particularly appealing to me. Uh I'm not I'm kind of done with uh, I've been done for a long time with those sort of big um open world first person Far Cry sort of games yep uh, I didn't finish Far Cry 5 uh, I finished awful. it but it was a struggle <laughs> yeah um, um, yeah they then moved into X Defiant which is their free to play first person arena shooter oh they showed off more Prince of Persia that was after this oh, I was after okay sorry sorry um, yeah it looks fine I guess. I'm not sure. The people who like it really like it. Yeah. Uh, there's also a beta you can register for or something. Yeah. Um, uh, it's supposed to be yeah, it's supposed to be a really good competitive PvP shooter. Um, not that's not not for me. No, same. Then they showed off more Prince of Persia at Lost Crown, which again we've kind of already talked about. It, it looks really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Happy. Um, mm-hmm. Mark, what happened next? Because I don't was a, fully understand what happened. There was a really, really awkward uh, a guy up on stage talking about a um, Netflix anime sort of thing based on Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, which mm-hmm. was the DLC, 80s themed DLC for... Um, Far Cry 3, with like the voice of Michael Bean. Um, uh, I don't know. Those Netflix anime show, if it, I don't know if it's being made by the same people who do like the Castlevania ones and Dragon's Dogma and whatnot. Um, they're good. Uh, but I don't have a Netflix account anymore, so I don't care. Um, yeah. Okay. Then they uh, announced, I think... Uh, the mm. Division Resurgence, which is mm. a 
third-person shooter on a mobile. Um, third-person extraction shooter. Yeah. Because they kind of... They had the whole extraction... like The whole like basis of the extraction shooter genre was in the division from the beginning with the Dark Zones. Yep. Where, like, you go in, you get your loot, you're fighting uh, um, AI enemies and other players, and then you have to extract it. Yep. And then the division, division kind of, like, dies away. Um, you know, their player based winners and whatnot. And then suddenly you've got, like, Escape from Tarkov and COD uh, DMZ and stuff like that. And the, the genre kind of, like, exploded. And I'm sure Ubisoft Massive were like, what the fuck? <laughs> we were doing this years ago. Yep. Um, so they're just having a bite of that cherry. But on phones, it'll probably be huge. It it's probably free. will be. I just, I, I can't see me playing it on a phone. I might play it if it were like a free to play on a console. Yeah. And PC, but not on a phone. Yeah. I just don't understand if you can where play that it on market Steam is. Deck, then, yeah. yeah but... Dunno. Strange one. Yeah. And the um trailer was a bit weird as well. It was set to block party music. Yes, it was set to um, Helicopter by Block Party. Yeah. In the first album. I guess because like old school there's a helicopter music. extracting, but it just didn't quite fit, I thought. Yeah. Um, and it yeah. wasn't cut in time with the music or anything. No. It was just they cut some game footage and someone pulled a song off their iPod and put it on there. Pretty much. Um, what am I talking about? No one uses iPods. You know what I mean? Spotify. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, talking about music with the games, uh, Skull and Bones mm-hmm. got a new trailer uh, with some sea shanty being sung over it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark. Yeah. Talk to me about Skull and Bones, your most anticipated game of 2016. Yeah, it was. It <laughs> literally was. I loved um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. My favorite thing about it was the naval combat. And they're like, we're going to make a whole game about that. And I was like, this sounds great. I will play the hell out of it. And then it just was in development for... It's been in development for nearly a decade. Yep. I think the only game... <laughs> that I can think of has been in development for longer at this point uh, is another Ubisoft game um, Beyond Good and Evil 2 which they didn't show any of nope. um, yeah I, I think it's going to be shit it's going to be so bad when it finally comes out uh, and yeah fuck it I don't care uh, Yeah, I, don't care anymore. I just looked up it did begin development in 2013 so it's been 10 years Yes, the and there is still not a release date. They've got a beta in August, still no release date. No, that game is not going to be good. No. They didn't even really, like, they showed some footage, but I didn't feel like there was any gameplay. They didn't play. really show any just gameplay. cinematics of ships blowing other ships up, yep. and yep. that game is not in a good space. I don't think it's going to be good at all, and I don't think it's we'll not. see anything else. For- they're releasing it because they have to, not because they want to. Yeah, but it's weird that they're even spending time promoting the game just push it out the door at this point yeah uh then we had a some crossover bits and bobs so roller champions which is apparently a game uh is getting a jet mm-hmm. set radio crossover um, yeah that's cool yeah cool love jet uh, set radio very much so uh riders republic uh which is a like bmx mountain biking game is getting skateboards cool um yeah, that's fine. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, 
and Brawlhalla, which I thought they gave in with, but that might be a different one, uh, is getting Master Chief. Yeah. Which game am I thinking of that completely tanked and they gave up with? I don't know. There's so many of these like um, Smash-like games, uh, but they're all free, so... Yeah. It was uh, Multiverses that I'm thinking of, the Warner Brothers Multiverses, one. right, gotcha. Um, um, yeah, I, I played a bit of Brawlhalla, it was fine. Uh, the Crew Motus Fest uh, got a trailer. It's the third Crew game and it's coming out quite soon, I think, September 14th. It looks uh, bad. Um <laughs> Like Adam said in the chat that it looks like those asphalt games that you yeah. get to like benchmark your new phone. Yeah. Uh it doesn't look good. I feel uh, like and they took the crew. I feel like the crew could carve itself a bit of a niche. But well, the it... first crew was kind of neat. Yeah. Because it was like a um <laughs> uh it, it wasn't like about racing it was more about like uh there was a little bit of street racing in there but in in, in so much as like a you know fast and a fury style thing it was like street racing is a tangential thing to like doing crimes um and it was more about doing the crimes um and then the crew two comes along and it's like we'll get rid of all of that and it's just about racing and and boats and planes yeah uh, and it's like the scopes widened up uh, and I'm just not interested in it. Like it, it just didn't, wasn't particularly cool. And then the third one, they're like they've gotten rid of the planes and the boats. And so now it's just driving in an open world setting, which is something that Forza Horizon does. Yeah. And Forza Horizon plays better than the crew and looks better than the crew. Um, I think they've even yeah. called it motor fests and like you're driving and there's like festivals mm. and that's like, that's, a, that's almost actionable. I think they're um, trying too hard to be like Horizon when they, they're not making a game as good as Horizon. I think no. they could potentially carve out a bit of a niche somewhere in making a game that's more like Test Drive Unlimited. I think the... Yes. I mean, the only place where this will find a home, I think, is people who've only got a PlayStation and want to play something like Forza Horizon. Yeah, because Gran Turismo hasn't got like an open world... Nope. Yeah. Um, I guess so. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Yep. Um, and then we had a really nice segment of three Assassin's Creed games. Um, mm-hmm. We got Assassin's Creed Nexus VR. Yep. VR game, I guess. It was just CG. Yep. Um, the footage, the, the stuff that happened in the CG trailer is like, that is absolutely not going to be what the gameplay is like. Because if it is, then everyone who plays it will throw up. Um, Assassin's Creed Codename Jade. Yeah, which is the mobile game, isn't it? Yeah, which fucking sucks because I was like, oh, look, they're making an Assassin's Creed game set in in uh, in you know ancient China. Oh, it's a fucking mobile game. Yeah. Uh, and then we finally got a nice deep dive, I felt, into Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed Mirage. Yes, uh, which I'm really looking really forward to. Yeah, yeah, same. It looks great. I just hope um, they rein in the scope from... That's uh, what the plan is, from what I understand. It's more like... Because uh, the, 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 they're making a bunch of different Assassin's Creed games. Mm. Um, and I think 
at least one of the other ones will be more like the big Odyssey, Origins, Valhalla style. Yeah, I, I think and Origins was like fine. A... Origins yep. was about as big as a game could be, I think. Odyssey was mm-hmm. too big. Valhalla was too yeah. big. But um, yeah, I still yeah, I think played Mirage... all of Valhalla though. Yeah, and enjoyed it. Mirage is going to be hopefully more like um, Black Flag Unity type size. Yeah, and maybe set Origins in ninth uh, century Baghdad. Yeah, during like the the uh, Golden Age of Islam. It's going to be an interesting setting. Basim is a character that's in, a, like, the older version of Basim is a character that's in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and he's an interesting character. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, but not as much as this next game. Oh, really? No. What's the next game? Star Wars Outlaws. <gasps> Go on, then. Take it away. They showed a bunch of gameplay of Star Wars Outlaws, and it looks fucking rad. Um... It's like I don't know. How would fuck would you describe it? It's being made it's, by Ubisoft Massive. Yeah, it's a third the person games. Third person cover shooter with um in an open world. Yep. Um Well you're doing crimes so much, in the Star I want, Wars universe. I was gonna say I wanna say it's like Star Wars Grand Theft Auto. That I've heard that uh that a few people say that and it's like yeah kind of see it yeah um yeah you're doing crimes in a star wars universe it's kind of open world you ride around on a speeder bike um you've got and a you... ship so presumably you can go to other planets as well in fact you can because you yeah saw you can in this space, space combat as well um, um and you could apparently you're preparing the biggest heist the outer rim has ever seen oh my god so it's literally yeah of auto um star wars yep i am um, and not a jedi or stormtrooper inside. Yep. Although those, um, oh, yeah. whatever they were, could shoot about as well as stormtroopers in the trailer. That's true. But um, um, I really hope there aren't any fucking lightsabers. Please just make it to the end of the game with no lightsabers. I don't want any um, Jedi in this game. Um, yeah, it looks rad. Yeah, it doesn't need it. Uh, I'm always a little bit... A little uh, um, Concerned? Unsure. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm always. I take a take with a little grain of salt when you see Ubisoft post uh, uh, an extended section of gameplay. Yeah. As to whether or not the finished game will look as good as that graphically, because they have previous. Um, but I don't know. I, I it looks really good. Um, it's coming out in 2024 at some point. No, no actual hard release date. Um, they said they just said it was coming out next year. Yeah. Um, and you've got a really description says um, experience the first ever open world Star Wars game set between the events of the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Explore distinct planets across the galaxy, both iconic and new. Risk it all as K Vess, an emerging scoundrel seeking freedom and the means to start a new life along with her companion Nyx. Fight, steal, and outwit your way through the galaxy's crime syndicates as you join the galaxy's most wanted. And as you said, neat little pet. Yeah. Or as Tamor kept on describing, like every time there was a little character in a in a video game, uh, when Giant Bomb were talking over them, uh, he would call them a weird little freak. <laughs> <laughs> he was on Weird Little Freak Watch. Um, 
yeah it looks uh, this uh, uh out of all of the the, the games that uh, i think i saw uh all of the triple a games that i saw uh over all the conferences this is the one i think that i'm most excited about yeah i'd say the same then probably Assassin's really Creed. I think Ubisoft's triple yeah. A's are the ones I'm most looking forward to. Yeah. From this overall conference. the conference was short and kind of underwhelming with a couple of big highs. Yeah. Uh but like they've got three games I'm looking forward to. Assassin's Creed Mirage, the Star Wars game, and the new Prince of Persia game. Um, all three of those I am really looking forward to. Um there's a bunch of stuff that uh xbox uh xbox showed off that it's like that looks really cool um glad i have a game pass subscription yep. um and there was a bunch of indies um that both showed off at the daily devs and devolver uh that i'm really interested in that i've wish listed on steam um i don't know overall i think we saw some good stuff yeah it was a good conference uh conference yeah. it was a good, good summer weekend game of, fest yeah. Exactly, yeah. And it's not completely done yet. There's still a few little dribs and drabs to come in. We've got the Annapurna thing coming out this month as well. Um, but I think there is much to look forward to as gamers. Yeah, definitely. Any particular highlights for you? Any standouts? Anything you're, you're looking forward to the most? Um, other than Star Wars Outlaws and Assassin's Creed, uh, Alan Wake, obviously. Uh, um yeah. Let me just look at my wish list cocoon. I think that's going to be great. Very much looking forward to that. Um, still, wa- still wakes the deep. I'm a big Chinese room fan, so that'll be very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Clockwork Revolution, I'm intrigued about that because I still don't really know what it's going to be. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think they'd be my picks. Where's my? What did I add on my wish list? Um. I did quite a few others, but Sword like like Henry I... Halfhead and yeah, I did. Oh yeah, um, Star Trucker, um, which which is I can't remember when that was announced, but um, it's like um, looks like American Truck Simulator, but in space, and the the, the ship that you're driving around literally looks like an American truck. Yeah, um, I think that was yeah. a PC gamer one, wasn't it? Right. Uh, yeah, bang into that. They showed more um, stuff from the Invincible uh, at the PC Gamer conference. I've been looking forward to that for a while. There's a demo Nivalis. on Steam as well for the Invincible. Yeah. Um, Nivalis, which is like a first-person slice-of-life game set in the cloudpunk world. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, really looking forward to Cocoon as well. That just looks so nice. Yeah, so um, yeah, plenty to get excited about. Um We've been talking for two hours. Should we wrap this up? Let's do this. Any other business? Anything else you want to talk about? No, I don't think so. No? Okay. It's hot. Well, that it is hot. It's too hot. <laughs> um, that has been the Summer Games Fest. Um, let us know if you saw anything particularly you're interested in uh, in playing when it comes out. What what caught your eye? Uh, you can drop us a tweet uh, at LapsGamer. Uh, or you can email us uh, to uh, lapsgameradio at gmail.com. Um, thanks so much for listening. Nick, thanks very much for joining me. Thank you. And um, I'm going to go and uh, sleep in the bath. Draw. Bye. <laughs>